So my first gym was 92, and that was in Chelsea. And I was, you know, I, I was a trainer. I saved. I had a pillowcase full of cash. I saved every penny, and I, you know, on a shoestring, opened up a gym. It was a huge hit, and I was like, "Wow, this business is easy," which is not. But I thought it was because it just—it was a good timing, man. It was like the place was like lightning struck. I'm curious to hear your opinion because if there's anyone who knows this in New York City, I'd put you at the top of the totem pole. We have different boutiques that are opening up now. You have finance guys that are turning around and they're, they're hiring marketing people and they're turning the heat up in gyms up to 100 degrees and playing loud yeah. music. And it's lost not only its culture, but it's lost that solid training. It's very fluffy as I, as I see it. Yeah. Is this a problem? Is this something that's going to die out in time? Like, what's your prediction with all this? Yeah, people will put their toys away in time because, you know, this is, um, I think what you're seeing is a reaction, not a reality. And, um, you know, there's, as this thing boomed, this fitness thing boomed, people started working out, a lot of people sort of collectively realized they weren't really getting in shape anyway. They might as well, do, they might as well just do something that's fun. But, you know, but fun only lasts so long if you're going to put a lot of time into it and not get your body in shape. So I'd seen these boutiques and one, you know, concept gyms come and go since the 70s, you know, um, since I was a little, I grew up in New York, so I'd seen these things come and go. Um, some of them are, are good and have some staying power, but if you're offering like one specific kind of, you know, exercise, is that really a sustainable model? Maybe, maybe not. Yeah. I, I think that the, the big gym, just with quality offering, so you have the class that people want and the group exercise people want, but there also, there's a foundation, you know, where you can help somebody actually change their body. And the gym is too, the, the, the gym is like a, a two-pronged proposition. One, there's a subjective experience of going to the gym. You want it to be likable so somebody keeps coming. Right. But two, there's like a tangible outcome that you want to get from going to the gym. Are you going to change your body? Right. Otherwise, like, did you What's really want to spend all that time running around and sweating, you know? Now, but wasn't the, the fact that uh, I, I interviewed you a while back and you told me that David Barton Gym started to become very corporate and it wasn't really what you wanted to do because you, you, you became a spreadsheet guy and you're a gym guy. Now, like, it kind of goes back to what Don's saying, all these finance people getting involved with uh, with the gym now, it kind of can take away from that experience that you've been trying to build all these years. I, yeah, so my David Barton gym, it, it was becoming corporate. Um, you know, I had partners, brilliant guys, smart guys, but it just, it, it became something that wasn't, life's too short, man. It's yeah. like, I gotta have fun and love what right. I'm doing. And right. so what's going on now? What do you, what, what's the latest in, uh, in So I, I sold Temple and now I'm, um, I was sort of in retirement mode, but I'm doing some design projects. So, you know, I love the design, and I'm, I'm designing a gym in Russia right now. Are oh, you really? That's yeah. cool. So I'm going to Moscow, so I'm having a blast. Um, and I got involved with these newbie guys. Um, uh, I don't I think I told you about it. Um, it's a machine. A lot of the top guys in the Olympia have been using it. Um, uh, a couple of guys who may win the may place first in the Olympia Open are going to using it, um, a couple of the women, but it's, it's a machine that um, basically it sends a signal to the muscle stimulating what the brain sends. It looks like a E-stem, but it's not. It's DC current. It's very different. And it's I tried it, and it changed my life. Like, my shoulder felt so much better after five minutes. I got stronger, bigger. Basically, it, it, um, it, it the, you know, the muscle knows signal. It doesn't know whether you're producing force against a dumbbell or against the signal that the brain's sending telling you to produce force. 
get a lot out of your body, a lot more unlocked potential for strength, size, recovery. So it's this really cool thing. So I'm here working with these guys, and we worked with some of the Olympia guys, the competitors. And that's got to be different than the way you used to train uh, when you first got involved and started, right? I mean, clearly that's a, a big left turn to, 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 I mean, you were a guy, still are big, you know, you were big then too, but, you know, how, how has your training changed over the years? How has it evolved? Well, now, um, I'm an old man, you know. Like I don't know, man. You look like you're in better shape yeah, now I than I remember seeing you. Always in shape. I yeah. think you're in better shape now than I remember seeing you back uh, walking around 20th Street, man. Yeah. I don't know. I uh, I guess I'm vain because I can't get out of shape. I'm too embarrassed. I'd be embarrassed <laughs> to walk around. around the same way. Right? I'm the same way. So um, you know what it does? It um, I train lighter. It protects the joints. But I'm still doing a, you know my workout just floors me. It takes less time. I protect the joints. And um, and uh, you know I'm still. I mean, I train like any other bodybuilder. I'm just not competing. Right. But I still train hard, you know. And you can tell, man. You can tell. You look great. I throw in a little yoga, but mostly I'm just in the gym pumping yeah. iron. See, I, I try to do yoga. I try to do it, but I can't stick with it. I can stick You're with bored. going to the gym. Yeah, I can get to the gym. It's no problem. I enjoy it. But I gotta like force myself to do yoga or yeah. some other classes. I get bored too. Yeah, but I know it's good for you, and it can be. You gotta uh, find that thing you're passionate about, also, and that's where I tussle with because I come from the strength and conditioning world, and. In my world, everyone's always talking about like what's good and what's bad, and I roll my eyes because I kind of live in both worlds a little bit. And at the end of the day, you can design the best program, but if you don't have that that culture, you don't have that love for what you're doing. What good is it really, right? Really, I mean, yeah. yeah. It's you know you understand. And it's hard for you, you know for you know for a client, it's hard to keep somebody on the right path if they're not loving what they're doing. Exactly. So you gotta you gotta give them a little of what they want. Hopefully, you can also give them what you they need. All right, well, listen, I, I, want, I want you to tell our, our viewers right now, where can they find you and where can they find this new system that you're working on? My email is davidbarton001 at gmail.com. Okay. And um, uh, I'm doing design. I've got a, a design business I'm launching, and the website is um, bydavidbarton.com. All right, guys, well, listen, David Barton, I mean, a New York, honestly, a New York fitness icon, you really are. Thank you. You've really helped pave the way in the industry. You've been so creative. Um, just so much, I mean, so much owed in, in the New York City market really comes down to your name. And, you know, I'm someone who's in it also. I've been in the, in the industry since 99. I opened my gym in 2006. And a lot of what you're doing has influenced me as well. So thank you for what you've done and, and being you. a great thank role you. model in the industry. I don't go to gym. I just think what you, what you do is cool. Uh, yeah. Thank you. It is cool. <laughs>